In today's episode, we're going to talk about selling digital assets using Gumroad. Welcome to Make Money With Your Art. I'm your host, BJ Dell. I'm a freelance artist who took creating art as a hobby and turned it into a full-time business that brings in six figures a year. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you what I've learned along the way to help inspire and motivate other artists like you. So if you want to learn how to turn your creative passion into a successful online business, keep listening. So if you've listened to any of the previous episodes on this podcast, you're definitely going to notice an ongoing theme here. So my approach to making money with my art, it all involves, you know, no investment, no production costs, no physical products on my end. And today's topic is going to keep up with that theme. So I was initially going to break down all the differences between all the different platforms that I use to sell digital assets on just in this single episode. But as I started to go further and further into outlining everything, getting all the show notes ready, I realized honestly just how much info there is about Gumroad and it's just too much to cover in one episode combining everything. So today it's all about Gumroad and the next week's episode, we're going to talk about Etsy and creative market. So stay tuned for that. But today, like I said, all about Gumroad and digital assets and Digital assets, they're just such a great way for you as an artist to work smarter and not harder. And the idea here, of course, is to make something once that you can then resell over and over again. It's just something that constantly brings in money and it's just fantastic. I want to tell you guys about it. I want to tell you about Gumroad and why you should consider it. But what are digital assets if you don't know? Well, they can be about anything. So we've got clip art. Those are going to be digital assets, uh, fonts. You could do brushes for programs like Photoshop or Procreate, which is you know one of my favorite digital assets that I make. Uh, product mockups. You could do stock photography if you're a you know a photographer. Honestly, the possibilities are pretty much endless. Uh, you could even do you know reference material, or you can make video tutorials and offer classes as a digital asset. Uh, if it's digital, if it's going to provide some type of value to the end user, uh, it can become an income stream for an artist like you, something you should definitely consider and look into. So once again, the beauty here is that you make the assets once and they're going to continue to perpetually make money. As I mentioned before in previous episodes and on the YouTube channel, why put in the work for commissions and clients when you're going to get that work done, you're going to get a one-time payment for it, and that's it. You know, focusing that time and that energy on something that's yours, something that you own and that will continue to make money indefinitely, that just works out to be a smarter bet in the long run, personally. I, I think it's the way that you should think about your artwork, uh, the way that you should approach it, and the way that you should definitely sell it. So let's talk more about it. Uh, deciding on what type of digital asset to sell, that's really going to come down to your strengths as an artist, you know, what sets you apart, what can you provide that provides the best value to that end user. And as of right now, I mainly focus on uh, the brush packs like I talk about, and then also clip art. Those are the main two that I focus on. But like I said, that's going to be something that you have to decide. It's going to be a choice that you have to make something that you're going to have to step back and kind of do that self inventory and see, okay, what can I do? What can I provide as this digital asset that either nobody else provides right now, or maybe I can do it better, or I can provide more content at a better price. Uh, you know, just look at it, see what you can do and then decide what you want to sell. Uh, that's something you're going to have to do on your own. So in this episode, 
Uh, I just want to focus more on the platform uh, more than anything else. Like I said, with each and every one of you, your digital asset is going to be something specific to you. So I can't really tell you, you know, in a podcast, here's what you should do. Like I said, me personally, do the brush packs, do the clip art. You might be different. So let's just talk about the program and the platform. So like I said, today, it's all about Gumroad, gumroad.com. And I absolutely love Gumroad. Uh, the features and the fee structure are just the perfect mix for sellers that want to get the most out of a platform to sell their digital assets on. It's really geared towards that digital asset selling. Uh, I know with Etsy, and we'll get to that in a little bit, and like I said, more next week, but you know, Etsy has digital assets on there, but you also have earrings and uh pottery and you know clothing and stuff like that the the main focus of gumroad is digital assets so that's why it's a little bit better suited so let's go with the fees how much does it cost to use gumroad how much does it cost to use merch kdp t public like we talked about before redbubble nothing it costs absolutely nothing to use gumroad gumroad is free to sign up for you don't have any monthly fees you don't have any annual fees you don't have any sign up fees uh, basically they just take a commission from your sales and gumroad the commission that they take is 8.5 percent plus 30 cents per sale uh, with a free account on gumroad you get a lot of options i'll just list these off real quick for you so you get to create and customize your Gumroad storefront. You get to sell as many products as you want, where each product can have as many files as you want. You get to use custom CSS to stylize your page. You get to send out up to four updates per month, which we'll talk more about that later. You get to create a zero plus or pay what you want product, which we'll talk more about later here in a second. And that product, you can have the file size on that be up to 25 megs. Uh, you can get third-party analytics, custom delivery products, and you can also set up one automated email workflow, which we'll talk about that later too. So that's what you get with the free account. Like I said, it's totally free to use Gumroad. However, if you so choose, you can have a premium account that you pay for on Gumroad and it does have a monthly cost and full disclosure, I have a premium account, so I pay for this. And this is the only overhead that I have on any of the sites or platforms that I sell on. Like I said, all those other sites I just named off, totally free to use. There's no options for fees or anything like that. Gumroad is the only one where I pay to use it. And for me, it's worth the money. And the main selling point here is, that the fee that they take drops. So with the free one, you get 8.5% held out plus 30 cents per sale. With the paid one, you only have three and a half percent held out with 30 cents per sale. So you save 5% by doing this. And really it's one of those things that as you get more sales, that 5% is gonna pay for that monthly fee. If you don't do the monthly fee, you're gonna be losing money in the long run. Uh, plus, you also get extra features. So, of course, with the paid one, you get all the options that I just named off for the free one. But the premium one, you also get 
the ability to remove Gumroad branding from your product pages and receipts. So this is kind of approaching it like white label. So people aren't gonna see Gumroad. You can put whatever your website name is or your brand name on there and just have it free and clear of that Gumroad branding. Uh, you can also do HD streaming of your uploaded video files, unlimited posts and workflows for your customers, which I said we'll get to here in a little bit. Uh, the ability to use custom domains, the ability to import customers and followers. And you can also here create a $0 plus pay what you want product. But the difference is here with the free one, they were limiting you to the file size of 25 megs. With the paid one, you actually get a file size of 250 megs. So what's it cost? Well, it starts out at 10 bucks a month, but it's determined by your number of customers. So if you have less than a thousand customers, your monthly cost is $10. If you have 1,000 to 1,900 or $1,999, it's $25. 2,000 to 4,999 customers is $50. Then it goes on up a few tiers from there. It maxes out at 50,000 customers for $250 monthly cost. Now that's not customers a month. I think it's customers per calendar year. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's definitely not a monthly. So it kind of compounds on top of each other. So you'll start to build up pretty quick as far as the customers go. Once you start have, having products take off. Uh, but like I said, for me, it, it just is a better value to go ahead and pay that monthly because if I didn't, I would be losing more in the commissions than what I'm spending on the monthly fee. So it's kind of a no brainer. Uh, and also too, got to point out that free customers don't count towards your tiers. So if someone buys one of those zero plus products and it's zero dollars, they don't count as a customer. So it won't go against your tier cost. Only the paying customers actually count towards that tier cost. Which then brings us to the question, why would you want to give away one of these digital assets for free on Gumroad? Well, number one, the customer does have the option of naming their price. That's why it's that zero plus. Uh, so they can actually pay you something. They might choose to pay you a dollar or $2 or, or whatever it is. And even if they don't, the bigger draw here is that they're added to your customer database. So meaning that you have their email to market things to at a later date, which we'll get into a little bit later as well, but just a really nice way to build a customer base. Uh, you know, you have those emails to send out emails to later and it just works in your favor. Likewise, it also is nice to give something to a customer for free, uh, kind of builds up, you know, that, that sense of a community that you can kind of give back and you can offer free stuff. The benefit here is you get the email address that you can send out emails later. So it's kind of a win-win situation there. But uh, one of the things that I love most about Gumroad though is the file size of the products. So the largest single file that you can upload to Gumroad is 16 gigs. That said, a single product can then contain as many files as you want. And there's no limit to how many files you can upload to a Gumroad pro product. So, okay guys, this is a massive plus. When talking about digital assets, you don't want to have limitations. I know 16 gigs is still a limit, but that's a pretty big limit. Uh, this is where Etsy drives me absolutely crazy. And like I said, we're going to talk more about Etsy next week, but I'm going to bring it up here just to tell you, you know, the differences and why Etsy totally fails in this regard. So like I said, Gumroad, 16 gig maximum file size. Etsy, the maximum upload size for a file is 20 megs 
On top of that, you can only have five files per product. So you could split them up between different files, but your max file upload for any one given product is gonna be 100 megs, which is just crazy. That's so small in the world of digital products, especially now we're talking about print on demand. And if you do a big pack of a lot of stuff and it's you know super high res stuff, or if you're doing uh, you know photography, stuff like that, I mean, that can be super, super massive file sizes. And even if you zip these things down, you know, hitting that 20 megs per file and then only having five to choose from. That's just nuts. And it's caused me, honestly, a lot of headaches in the past. I'll usually upload to Gumroad first and then, you know, go over to Etsy at a later date. You know, I've had, you know, files done, ready to go to upload to Etsy and, oh, they're too big. So I've got the zip file already and done because that's how Gumroad makes you upload them as a zip file and go to Etsy and can't do it. So I've got to go back, you know, rearrange the folders into separate files, rezip them and trying to get that exact under 20 file size. It's just, it's just a pain. And then plus you're going to have times too, where, you know, you're going to want to offer a digital asset that's over 100 megs and you're not going to be able to on Etsy the normal way. And like I said, we'll talk more about that next week when we get to Etsy, but this is definitely one of those places that Gumroad wins just absolutely hands down. So let's talk about traffic. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the website Alexa.com, but basically tracks website rankings based on usage. And at the time of this recording, uh, Gumroad ranked 3,937 in global internet engagement for the past 90 days. Uh, compare that with Etsy, who ranked 133 globally, and Etsy obviously has way more traffic However, that also means with more traffic, more people are going to be on there selling things. So you're going to have more sellers. You're going to have more competition. And with Etsy, like I said earlier, you're going to have a bigger variety of products being offered. So once again, you're going to have those clothes, those earrings, the jewelry, the, you know, just baby onesies, the, you know, all the kind of crazy stuff that people can make from their homes as arts and crafts. In addition to the digital assets with Gumroad though, even though it's smaller and the traffic is less, it's, I think a more targeted kind of audience, uh, more targeted at the products being offered. It's more of, you know, the correct shoppers coming into it. Uh, so for here, honestly, Gumroad being, you know, not as much organic traffic really doesn't bother me. And I think it works out in the long run. I, I personally, I think Gumroad has a bigger opportunity uh, than Etsy just because it is smaller and it is more laser focused with this. Uh, so definitely I urge you guys, like I said, hop on over to gumroad.com. There's a thing called the discover page over there. Get on there. Just look through, get an idea of what different categories there are, you know, what sells and what people are looking for. So with that discover page, let's talk more about Gumroad discover. So Gumroad discover, it recommends your products to prospective customers that are browsing Gumroad. And with this, it's a little catch 22 because cool Gumroad, you know, is going to promote my product under this discover page. However, they're going to want something back from you because of that. So instead of the normal fees, uh, Gumroad attaches an extra 10% based on any products sold through that discover page. So if you're on the free account, instead of the eight and a half, you're going to be paying 18 and a half plus that 30 cents. If you're on the 
uh, paid account, you're going to be paying 13 and a half plus 30 cents versus that three and a half. Uh, honestly, though, I you have the choice of opting in or opting out of this. And I would highly recommend taking advantage of it and opting into it. Just to give you an example, for the month of May, my sales on Gumroad, 10% of all my May sales came from the Gumroad recommendations from Discover. Uh, that's that's pretty darn high. And then you can also from there pull up the conversion rate. So the number of people that they showed that to, uh, they had a conversion rate of 14%. So 14% of all the people that Gumroad showed my products to bought it, which that conversion rate is super high and just really kind of goes to show you that Gumroad's very good at their algorithm as far as getting the right products in front of the right buyers. And I say pay the extra 10% to do that. You know, they're already on Gumroad. They're probably, uh, already probably signed up for the site and have payment stuff set up. So, you know, why not pay the extra 10% and get it out there? Another way, too, that you can get your products seen by more people is Gumroad does allow you to add affiliates to your store and for your products. And if you guys aren't familiar, what this does is it gives you know other people out there the ability to kind of market your products and then they make a commission based on any products that they sell. So this really is a good idea if, uh, say, I'll give you my example that I sell the brushes on Gumroad and I've had a few people reach out to me that have YouTube channels and say, Hey, I want to do a video, you know, just featuring your brushes. I want to show, you know, how I use them, what I make from them. Can I do that? And can I get an affiliate link? So, you know, yeah, sure. They might be reaching, you know, a different audience than I am. They might have different viewers who might click through that link that have not seen my stuff before or would not have reached it otherwise. So you'll set up a percentage and you can pick the percentage that they get. So once they sell, uh, any of your products through that link, they get money, you get money. Once again, it's kind of that win-win situation and be something that definitely, you know, recommend you guys trying, uh, you know, kind of finding somebody. It can be a YouTuber. It could be uh, somebody on social media. Uh, so an Instagram influencer, if it ties in to, you know, what you're doing and what you're offering, it's definitely a way you can reach out to somebody and say, Hey, uh, you know, you want to help me out with this? You'll make money. I'll make money. I know a lot of people make, you know, pretty good living just from doing affiliate links. So that's a possibility as well. Definitely something to think about. Another great thing with Gumroad is their customer engagement stuff is just pretty top notch. I mean, Really, really good implementation of everything and how you use it all together. Just it works so well. Talked about previously and said I would come back to it. Workflows, and we'll get to that now. So with the workflows feature, basically how this works is you automatically schedule updates that go out to your customers. And it's basically an email that they get and you can set when they get this and you can set up multiple emails at different intervals after a purchase. So uh, let's say they buy something from your site and then you want to reach out to them with an automated email, you know, right away saying, Hey, uh, appreciate your purchase yesterday, blah, blah, blah. You can do that. And then you can follow up, you know, a week later and say, Hey, once again, just want to thank you for being a customer. Uh, just added some new products to the shop, or there were some other products on there. You might not have seen definitely take another look. It doesn't even have to be about products to your shop. Uh, you know, you can link towards, uh, you know, a YouTube video, if you do that or a blog post or anything along those lines, it's just something that you can do. And like I said, you set that up once and it just sends it out to 
every single purchase every single time. And that's the workflow. Another thing that you can do is just send out regular update emails. And this one is just basically a single email that goes out once. You can send it out once, you can send it out multiple times. Totally up to you how you do it, but they allow you number one, to pick who you send it to based on their prior purchases. So this just blows my mind and it's fantastic. So say that I'm gonna launch a new brush pack. And like I mentioned, I sell brush packs and I also sell the um, digital uh, clip art on there as well. So if I'm selling a new brush pack, obviously I don't wanna send this out to people that have brought, have bought my clip art packs because it just doesn't make sense. It's not the, the same customer. It's not the, the right target audience for that. So I can go through and say, okay, I wanna send this email out talking about my new brush pack and it's available now just to the people that brought that bought this brush pack, this brush pack and this brush pack. I wanna exclude people you know that bought the clip art packs. It's really, really cool. You really can kind of zero and target in on that correct customer. And with that too, it really, I think more than anything else, it's going to help your engagement with that customer by keeping it on topic. Uh, just think about when you open up your email and you get an email from a company that maybe you bought from once and you know, they sell other products and they message you about something totally unrelated to anything that you bought from them before. You're gonna be like, why are you sending this to me? You don't wanna spam your customers. So being able to, like I said, target in on their past purchases is really a godsend as far as being able to kind of build that good relationship with the customer is something you definitely wanna do kind of as that small business owner. You don't wanna come off spammy. You don't wanna come off with sending too many emails. And I think customers are gonna appreciate that more than anything. And then after the effect of sending this out, the analytics available for this engagement, they're pretty great too. So after you send the update, you can go back in and Gumroad allows you to see the open rate for the email. So you can see if they actually clicked on the email and then taking that one step further, then you can track, let's say, like I talked about before that I was sending out an email for my new brush pack and here's the link for it to my Gumroad page, come check it out. You can track then after people open the email, how many of those people actually clicked on that link. So you can check your conversion from that, which is just awesome because with this, you know, you can take a step back and say, okay, is my message getting out there? Is it compelling? for that customer, you know, am I compelling them to take that next step? Are, you know, my words being chosen wisely to just make them feel like they have to take that next action step of clicking that button? And if not, you know, what can I change next time? How can I reword this? How can I make it, you know, more, I guess, like a fear of missing out thing, make it more demanding for the customer to do it and urge them to do it. So it's very kind of AB split testing way of approaching that engagement with the customer. And it's something that you don't get with a lot of other platforms. So something I definitely recommend using. So another possibility is memberships. Uh, with memberships, you can deliver updates or installments to your customers, and you can do it at regular or kind of sporadic intervals. And then you can charge them either monthly, you can do it quarterly, you can do it biannually, or you can do it annually. And then you can also create those memberships that end after a set amount of time. So let's say it's a six month membership. So they do it for six months and it's a six month class. So every single month they, they get these tutorials 
or they get, you know, this homework every six months linked in with that. And you can set it up as a six month class. So something really cool. Uh, unlike with Gumroad products, though, you don't need any files to create a membership product. So you can kind of just jump into it and send them stuff as you go. And this is not something that I personally use, but I can look at it. Like I said, talking about doing that six month class, something like that. I can really see how you could take advantage of this. But more than anything else with this uh, episode, I just want to give you all the available options that the platform of Gumroad offers. So you can kind of start thinking about different ways to leverage what's possible with your imagination. Like I said, looking at what you can offer, knowing what as an artist you have, and then seeing how that can kind of mesh with what the, uh, the platform offers. So I want to just give you guys all the information that's out there, even though I don't use it. That's why I wanted to let you know about that one. So Gumroad's going to differ from print-on-demand platforms and KDP we talked about in the previous episodes when it comes to customer service. So like we talked about in those other platforms, they handle everything for you. If there's any customer service issues, it's hands-off for you. You don't have to worry about it. But any issues with Gumroad, and that's something that you're going to have to handle. I can tell you this from personal experience, that it's going to be a bit demanding with these digital products based on what you're selling. Uh people constantly have questions or they can't figure something out or how to install or how to use the download. Uh, with Gumroad, like I said, you have to do the zip files. And I always make a, a habit of putting a readme file in there with instructions and, you know, little FAQs and YouTube links on how they can, you know, go and learn about the product and use it. And it's one of those things, even though it's a zip file, some people don't know how to open a zip file. So that readme does absolutely no good. So like, I don't know what to do with this or I can't download it at all. You'll get that one a lot. Uh, so you definitely doing Gumroad, you're going to have to prepare yourself to move into that role of help desk because you're going to be getting a lot of emails and messages based around the products that you're offering because people are just going to have problems. So that's definitely one of the main differences here is you are Mr. or Mrs. Customer Service, put on the pants and you're going to have to take that role. So be prepared. Uh, so last but not least, let's talk about getting paid. The favorite part, you know, the best part about these platforms, if you're selling your art, the best part is getting paid, right? So a lot of the other platforms that I use, they pay out on a monthly basis. That's just kind of the way it works. Gumroad, however, they pay out weekly. Not only do they pay out weekly, they pay out weekly on Friday. So in the world of you know entrepreneurship and self-employment, I can't tell you how nice it is to still get a weekly direct deposit. Uh, makes you still feel like you kind of have a job. And I know that may seem weird, but it really does kind of provide that sense of normalcy that you sometimes miss out on with the monthly payments from all these other platforms. It's just kind of nice waking up Friday and knowing that there's money that's going to be deposited that's already in your account that day because Gumroad pays out weekly. So that's a plus in my book too. I know it's one of those weak ones, but hey, it does it for me. So uh, once you start, you might feel the same way and you can agree with me later, but that's it then. So uh, that's all for our deep dive into the world of Gumroad for today. Like I said, stay tuned for next week's episode. We're going to talk more about selling digital assets on Etsy and Creative Market. 
All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. Just want to thank you for listening. Hopefully you gained some valuable information that you can apply to your own art business. If you want to check me out online, here's where you can find me. And I'll go ahead and link all these in the show notes as well. So I've got a YouTube channel called Let's Draw with BJ Dell, where I post drawing tutorials and digital art how-to videos. If you want to hop on over there, be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so you can get notified when I post new videos. My website is bjdell.com. You can check out some of my artwork over there. Plus, there's a contact form where you can send me any questions or suggestions for future episodes of the podcast. On Instagram and Twitter, I'm at bjdell. And last but not least, I have a private group for artists over on Facebook called Keep Creating a Learn, Draw, Share Art Community, where you can share your art, get feedback, and just meet some really cool, supportive people. So really want you guys to be a part of that as well, too. So hop on over there and join the group. Once again, thanks for listening. And if you could, do me a favor and leave a review for the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And definitely share it with a fellow artist if you think they would enjoy it. So that's it for me. And until next time, keep creating.